Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. And not just any experts, specialised experts. Real people who love this stuff with real, hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder or step out in that streetwear, you'll realise that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. You know that's the sound of another sale on your online Shopify store. But did you know Shopify powers selling in person too? That's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere. Online, in-store, on social media, and beyond. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash BOF, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash BOF to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash BOF. This episode is brought to you by Affirm. Affirm's pay-over-time solutions help brands drive conversion, average order value, and loyalty while acquiring new high lifetime value shoppers. Learn more at Affirm.com. My approach to things now is so very different. I, I'm much more conscious of how close I get to people. Are they wearing masks? Have they been tested? And when we were talking about your experience and you said you woke up after a month and yeah. induced coma and the world had changed. Yeah. People's vocabularies yeah. had changed. 
yeah. When I woke, I was convinced it was the next day. I totally convinced. So I was, oh, is it Saturday? Because I'd gone in on a Friday. They were like, no, it's April the 18th. I was like, what? Hi, this is Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of the Business of Fashion, and welcome to the Bureau Podcast. This week, we take you back to Voices 2020, where the editor-in-chief of 10 magazines, Sophia Neofitu Apostolou, sat down with BOF's editor-at-large to talk about living with the coronavirus. Indeed, early during the pandemic, Sophia was one of the fashion industry professionals who came down with the virus early, and she has quite a harrowing story to tell about her experience since then. Here's Sophia Neofitu Apostolou at Voices 2020. Back in February, Milan Fashion Week was running as normal. By then, we'd heard about a novel virus that came from Wuhan and understood that a large region in China had to be shut down to contain the disease. But for many of us, myself included, it hadn't really registered that the virus was well and truly coming for us here in Europe and in North America and all over the world. And then Lombardy, just outside Milan, one of the world's most important fashion capitals, and Veneto, where the Italian fashion giant OTB is based, were suddenly locked down. So-called red zones were established, impacting 50,000 people right in the middle of Milan Fashion Week. Who knew that within a few weeks, entire continents would be shut down with citizens confined to their homes? Milan Fashion Week was when the word lockdown actually first entered our lexicon. And after that, Fashion Week started to feel a little spooky. You know, Giorgio Armani staged his fashion show without an audience, unknowingly setting a trend for many others that would come later in the year. But most other fashion shows went ahead as planned, you know, a few of them with social distancing measures in place. I wonder now, would we have attended those fashion shows crowded onto small benches and enclosed spaces for hours on end, if we knew then what we know now about the coronavirus? At the time, no one had the benefit of the hindsight we have now. And shortly after returning from Paris Fashion Week in March, Sophia Neofitu Apostolo, the editor-in-chief of 10 magazine, came down with COVID-19. And Sophia kindly agreed to join us here at the Voices Studio in London to talk to our editor-at-large, Tim Blanks, about the incredible personal journey she's been on this year. So please join me in welcoming Sophia and Tim, who I have to say, it's a real pleasure to see for the first time in person since those days back in March in Paris. Um, So over to you now, Sophia and Tim. Thank you, Imran. Uh, It's true, remembering back to those days in Milan, just before we headed out to Paris, there was a tinge of panic. But um, there was even talk about whether the shows in Paris would go ahead. They did, the show must go on, of course. But this is where Sophia's journey begins. And I came back from Paris on March the 3rd. Now, there was a big party in Paris that night. And if... um, You want to point your finger at a super-spreading event? I mean, maybe you could point there. But, Sophia, I wonder if you had any sense of the moment where you might have crossed paths with COVID-19. I 
honestly can't pinpoint a certain specific moment. I think what you do retrospectively is think about the amount of bodies pressed against one another going into the show, coming out of the show. We literally have, you know, a 12-inch space to sit in next to each other, maybe even less sometimes. We're given such a tiny space. And the idea that we didn't really take it seriously, I think Imran said at the beginning, when Armani announced that he was going to cancel his show, we were, like, flabbergasted, like... How can he do that? What does it mean? Is this real? We just didn't absorb the danger. And that's not to say we were foolish, but we just didn't have enough information. And I think we were just foolhardy in how we just, you know, approached what we were doing. So we got on the planes, we sat and had dinners together. We actually had a party in, in Paris celebrating 20 years of the magazine all of us there sweating in a room like an old school party you know it it didn't occur to us so no we had no i just had no idea that it would escalate and honestly i was one of the ones that was oh this isn't that bad a friend of mine <laughs> told me that i sent her a text um when i first get started getting my fluey symptoms and I said to her, oh, I've got these fluey symptoms, but I'll be fine in five days. She didn't hear from me again till June. I sent that message to her in March, March the 12th. Mm. So that's the scale of how ridiculous I feel now about what happened then, you know. Just didn't take it seriously. But, you know, at, the, at that time, the, the, by the time we came back from Paris, it was, it was yeah. the change, the, the global change was already underway, it seemed like it struck the, the British fashion industry, the attendees at the shows, particularly strongly. I mean, when I, 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 talk, I still talk to people who say, well, I don't know anybody who's, who's had this thing. And that's why there's this, you know, you still meet skeptics. And I could think of 10 people who'd been at the shows, who'd been at the shows that I'd been with them. Why do you think it hit you so hard? Personally, for me, I mean, I know a lot of my friends in the industry did get the virus, but we all got it at different stages. And, I mean, what they told me was that my viral load was so high that I was energy-wise very depleted. We'd, I'd gone straight from Milan to Paris, back home for a big... my godmother's 80th birthday. So I've been travelling back and forth, not very much sleep because... Our lives, as you know, in that show season isn't just the shows, it's the dinners, the breakfasts, the constant interaction with people. And also, we are quite physical when we see one another. Even if we see each other every day, we kiss hello, we kiss goodbye. There isn't that distancing that maybe a lot of other industries actually have. We, we do have a very social interaction at the shows, and so... I feel like we all became super spreaders. We just did. I mean, I just... My approach to things now is so very different. I, I'm much more conscious of how close I get to people. Are they wearing masks? Have they been tested? Even to come here today for me was a big... As I've said to you, I haven't been in a room with this many people since March. And there aren't many. Either. And there aren't many people in this room. And the, the reason I'm here is because... Imran was so specific about how 
COVID safe it was. And that's my big priority now. How COVID safe is everyone? Have you been tested? When were you tested? Because it's not a joke. It's not. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. And not just any experts, specialised experts. Real people who love this stuff, with real, hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realise that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? For me, I got a chef-grade range recently, and now I'm cooking new things every single night. Seriously, no cuisine is off-limits. The point is, when we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. I can picture myself with a car full of groceries, cruising down the highway, soaking up the sun with the available dynamic sky panorama glass roof. Ah, pure bliss. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX. Luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. How, but how did it matter? You, you say <clears throat> you were having fluy uh, symptoms. It manifested itself as that. But a f- few days after you left Paris. Yeah, I mean. Like you two, had a pretty two weeks. Two yeah. weeks, two weeks. It was two weeks. But what happens is, you know, when we get back from the shows, we're so tired. We call it fashion flu. We get this flu where we do want a duvet day, where we do want to just try and recharge our batteries because we are so tired and we've worked really hard for a month. You know, if you go to New York and you've travelled and I do menswear and couture, so you're constantly on this treadmill of travel and airports and aeroplanes. Now I think of all these places as huge 
germ-filled. Petri dishes. <laughs> yeah, Petri dishes, I do. That's what I think of them as, because every time you touch your phone, you've touched another surface, it's gone through an airport, you know, that whole idea of, I can't fly till next May because my lungs are so damaged from the illness, but even the idea of going to an airport fills me with fear just because of all the, you know, the possible virus places the virus can get you in a way. But, but when you first started feeling ill, yeah. how long after that was the progression to... Being put into hospital. Yes, yeah. So I started feeling ill about a week and a half after I got back and I just thought it was fashion flu. So I started taking my day nurse, night nurse combo that I tend to take and then it just wouldn't get better. And I think, yeah, it was, it was on the 18th of March that my husband was like, right, we're going to call an ambulance. You're not breathing properly. And, you know, I was in the ambulance outside the house for half, 40 minutes, actually, it was. And they were like, we've got to take you into hospital. So, yeah, it was a week and a half after I got back. And then you were ventilated. And then I was ventilated because I think at the time, that's the only solution they had for the illness. Um, retrospectively, do I believe that was the best solution? Not really, because the damage that all causes is just so huge. You, you're lying still for a month. You're, more people die on a ventilator than survive. You know, the odds are 70, 30. So I think now less people are putting are being put on ventilators, more are given a combination of oxygen, antibiotics, steroids. But I think at the time it was the only solution available. So there's no blame to be, you know, given to anyone. It was just how can we make them breathe? The only way we can get oxygen inside them quickly is by ventilating. It's interesting when we were talking about your experience and and I and you you said you woke up after a month in yeah. a reduced coma and the world had changed. Yeah. People's vocabularies yeah. had changed. Yeah. And I said, it sounds like the walking dead. Yes, yes. And for me, when I woke, I was convinced it was the next day. I totally convinced. So I was, oh, is it Saturday? Because I'd gone in on a Friday. They were like, no, it's April the 18th. I was like, what? And they haven't got time because they're really dealing with lots of people that are really barely surviving all around you, like in different wards, in different rooms, you know. And the nurses were, well, we had to put you in an induced coma. And I was, I don't understand. They were like, you've been in a coma, a coma for a month. And then, and then I was, well, where's my family? And they, they were saying, well, we're in lockdown. And don't forget, I'd gone into my, this month of sleep, before lockdown happened, lockdown happened on the 23rd, I think, and I was in my coma from the 18th. So I just didn't understand what that meant. I, I, what does lockdown mean? They were like, well, all the pubs are closed. These were the, I mean, it was, and I was like, yeah, but where's my family? They were like, no, you don't understand. Nobody is allowed to visit. Nobody, people have to queue to buy food. People are bulk buying toilet paper. And my mind was just racing. How is this? possible and it was the land of the living dead it just felt like that like apocalyptic you know I, I think something that comes through very very strongly about your story is your family yeah and yeah. this is this is the most tragic element of, of the pandemic 
one of the most tragic elements has been the isolation of people who are ill. But in your case, because you had, you were seriously ill, and then you had an extremely long recovery in which your family was totally instrumental. I mean, without my family, I honestly don't believe I could have come through at all. It was so hard when I woke up because I couldn't move and I didn't understand why. There were lots of questions and I was very insistent about FaceTiming someone, anyone, so they had to try and get me to communicate that way. But without them, I just don't know how I would have... My, You know, my mother-in-law used to cook me my favourite soup, my sister, every day, different meals, every, you know, every opportunity, my brother, my mom, my husband, everybody gave so much love, but none friends... None of them ever got... None of them ever... Well, ever we don't know. We don't know because I don't think we all understood. I think my son did have it when... Because he was in Milan with me, but we sent him home early. So maybe he did have it. My husband had flu symptoms, but we weren't sure. But apart from that, no. And I don't know if... You know, when I was taken into hospital, they said that my lung capacity was only at 20%. So they had no option but to ventilate. But, you know, I mean, I think since they've realised it was an inflammatory disease. And if, if there had been the option of giving anti-inflammatories, it would have helped with all the all the symptoms that I then had, like the lack of breathing. I mean, the the reality now is I'm tachycardic. I, you know, you do suffer quite badly with fatigue. The fatigue is something I've never had that. You know, I've always been an incredibly, I mean, you know, incredibly energetic person. And now I have to be very, like, store my energy, use it when I need to make sure I daytime nap even I've never done that you know daytime nap you know but you know and and mentally it takes you on a journey that I can't even begin to understand or you know so when people say oh you're back to normal outwardly maybe outwardly you mentioned something extraordinary you mentioned survivor's guilt yeah yeah <laughs> yeah after the after the the experience you've had that's 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 like a. I know it's a reaction. I know it's a. It's, yeah. It's a. It's a common reaction, but still, why? I don't know. I think look, a, a lot of the things that happened to you. I mean, when I was, I woke from the coma and I was in, you know, ICU. That the, the nurses were like, "This is something that happens to people that have survived a terminal illness. It's something that you have to deal with mentally through help with." you know, seeing the right people. I think that's what needs to happen. The information needs to be liberated for all of us because it's not just a physical assault on your body, it's a mental assault as well. And you do, you know, I looked at these amazing people in in my hospital, the nurses, the doctors, all the people risking their lives every day and the reality of them asking, oh, what do you do for a living? And I, I felt guilty. I did feel terrible, you know. I'm in fashion. I felt so, was I doing enough? Should I do more? How will I change my approach to what I do? You know, and that did 
It was a big wake-up call, it really was. And now you're evangelical. <laughs> I mean, I sort of, yeah, I am. In a way, for me, I feel like we have to, all of us, contribute to things to change them. I mean, my, my healing processes have been multi-layered. You know, I have seen psychologists and physiotherapists, but also... Western medicine cannot offer me everything I need. And so I have seen a herbalist. I mean, I'm married to an acupuncturist, so I have acupuncture weekly. So those things in the end are the things that really have helped me. But mentally, I force myself to do things that, you know, are just approach life in a very different way. Every moment's become precious. And that sounds so cliched, but it does because our lives are so the speed at which we live our lives in this industry is so fast that sometimes we blink and we miss it. We just do. That's the truth. I have become a much more, much more obsessed with nature, with taking time, spending time with people I care about, you know, COVID allowing. But, you know, that's definitely what it's taught me. I think um, you're going to have a lot to teach everyone that you've worked with all these years but thank you very much you're and so it's welcome to see you. you're and so welcome I'm so grateful that no well hopefully we can do more yeah, Hope so. yeah. if you've enjoyed this episode don't forget to subscribe give us a rating and you might be interested in joining the business of fashion's global membership community bof professional our members receive exclusive deep dive analysis regular email briefings, as well as unlimited access to our archive of over 10,000 articles, our new iPhone app, learning materials from BOF Education. Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? For me, I got a chef grade range recently, and now I'm cooking new things every single night. Seriously, no cuisine is off limits. The point is, when we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. I can picture myself with a car full of groceries, cruising down the highway, soaking up the sun with the available dynamic sky panorama glass roof. Ah, pure bliss. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.